It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Bop. 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 Turn my headphones up. Turn my headphones up. It's nice. We're, there's two of us together that'll hear it at the same time. What's up? What's, What's up? up? Oh, you asshole. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number two of Jobbing Out. Now, you're not going to get this. I'm just going to tell you right up, you're not going to get it. Oh, I get it already. No, you don't. You don't. I'm telling there's you, you two, don't. There's two of us in the studio. Well, there, that is nice. There's two of us in the studio. Uh, Brandon has joined me in studio this week. Aaron is, of course, still out in Las Vegas. Um... Aaron, I didn't tell you this yet, but I had a listener that I bumped into this week. Oh, no. Who suggested a new nickname for Brandon. And Brandon's very terrified of what the nickname might be. Of I course, am. he won't it tell me. It has to do with two? It does have to do with two. In fact, in the past, uh, Brandon's only nickname really on the show was Cancer Boy. So I can understand why he would be concerned about what the nickname might be. But no, no, this one I think you're going to like quite a bit. Um, a buddy of my name, Chris, said, I can't believe that those guys managed to get into a suite again at SummerSlam. <laughs> Two sweets! <laughs> Two sweets was his suggestion after previously being in the suite at WrestleMania that we would, when we refer to Brandon, refer to him as Two Sweets. So Moving then when we forward. get to Money in the Bank, will it become three sweets? Ah, that's a good That's a good the, question. The only problem is I don't want to put a limit on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> there can be as many sweets. In fact, I went to Brandon. I went with Brandon to see Alanis Morissette this week, and we were in a suite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're already, <laughs> we've, we've done more than the two suites. We've also, in you know various arenas, been in suites before. Yeah, Aaron and I were in the suite for AEW. Due to Aaron, uh, not well, yeah, right. The old, yeah, but the the um, that's the the com- comparison. It's different, it's different when different we're talking about WrestleMania and SummerSlam, <laughs> <laughs> and especially given the circumstances where everyone at WrestleMania was miserable and it was cold, and we had the heaters above us. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. And Yo. then at SummerSlam, nobody else had a running toilet, and you guys were but, living in a lap of luxury. But by, by the way, I I can't. I can't recommend enough that you go back and listen to our WrestleMania recap episode because I did this a couple weeks ago and it was, it's really funny. What what it what? It's one of our funniest episodes. Is there any particular reason why? Just because there's so many things that happened that weekend, like the whole leaving WrestleMania story with AJ. (laughs) AJ is that funny story or a (laughs) sad story? Yeah, that part. No, it's funny. And AJ's on. AJ is is talking with us about this for like an entire hour. We're just talking about our whole trip at WrestleMania. and Well, that was before AJ had a job. Correct. That's a fact. Correct. Yes, that's a fact. So it's just really, I don't know. It, it could be one of those things where the four of us would be entertained all by right, it more all right, than all right. else. At some point, I'll go back. I'll take a listen. I, I will go back and do that. Um, we got a lot to do on the show this week, but most importantly, it's, uh, it's all out uh, preview week, and so we will do that. Um, I, I guess before we get to that, I... I, I I didn't even ask AJ if he wanted to do this week's show because I felt like it would be kind of awkward to have him on this week's show and not talk to him about what's going on in NXT. And so there wasn't really anything that he... I I didn't think there was anything he could talk about that he'd be able to talk about anyway, so I figured it um, it was a good week to not do it. 
I guess we need to talk about that because it seems to be the thing that the internet is most obsessed with this week is the idea that Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are now also going to take over NXT. We have obviously been seeing the promos for this rebranded NXT with new colors. Uh, the word is that they are kind of redoing the Capitol Wrestling Center in, along with this rebrand. I, I don't know that if we've seen full signs yet on NXT of exactly what it's going to be, or if it's even going to be nearly as dramatic as people are making it out to be. I know that everyone's initial reaction to Vince McMahon running NXT is, no, bad, I don't want it, keep me away, I don't like that. But as a bunch of people on the internet have brought up, we also measure that against our frustration that everyone from NXT seems to have failed on the main roster. So I don't know how to measure all of these things. I don't... I don't really know how to look at all of that. And I'll, I'll do the voice of AJ really quickly, Aaron, before I let you go. Is This is where Aaron or AJ would always say something like, if you want to shit on Vince McMahon, you're literally shitting on everything that you've ever liked about professional wrestling. He's been responsible for the overwhelming majority of it. So, Or he would say, hey, you remember this show called Monday Night Raw? Yeah, that was, that was Vince McMahon. Yeah. yeah, correct, all of those things. So with that, I'll let, I'll let you step in. It's scary. It, it's sure as hell scary with everything going on and, and with these reports and everything. It's definitely scary. It, you know, I don't think there's anything to that we can specifically panic about right now because we don't know what any of it means. But, you know, if it turns into Raw, that's not good. I mean, specifically Raw, like Raw of the last year? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's not that's good. good. Although that, that, that Vince and Bruce Pritchard seem to be most hands-on with right now you say that like they're not like that you if you think for a second vince mcmahon has not been hands-on with roman oh Reigns, sure I, it, it does seem mind. like he is a little bit more you know he's there specifically just based on reports and stuff, it does seem like he's a little more involved with raw but yes yeah, smackdown is good as well so if it's that it's great and and, I, I, and I he was pretty thing that involves that is scary basically change is scary change is scary well i don't disagree with that um i i, I mean i am in a weird place because I, I, how do I say this the right way? I don't think there's nothing to the idea of if all NXT is going to be is enjoy these guys for a little while and then they're never going to be anything. I, I don't know what to make of that, right? Like, I don't know if that's what I want that show to be. And you can say, well, if that means they're never going to have those wrestlers, like the report that they're not going to scout the indies anymore, that they're just simply not going to do that. And instead, they're going to find their guys with the looks that they want, and they're going to hire those guys, and then they're going to teach them how to be WWE superstars. I understand that every wrestling fan that wants to be cool and wants to to be a mark and all those things is going to say, oh, that's not that you know that's shameful. But at the same time, Roman Reigns is the best thing in all of professional wrestling. Like it's not as if that strategy hasn't worked for WWE. I'm not sure. I, I mean. Technically, AJ was an indie wrestler, but like, you know, he's, he's going to be considered a homegrown guy correct. because he wasn't known before WWE. Correct. There are plenty of examples of those guys that have worked for WWE that have had success going that route. It's not as Specifically if, in the women. Uh, yeah, very much so. The women. There's no debate about that. There's this yes. one person. I don't know if you've heard of her. Her name yeah, is Charlotte. Charlotte right. Yes, I have. I've, I'm, I'm familiar with her work. And she might be the second best thing. In and all I also refuse to believe that they'll never sign anyone that was involved with an indie. I just don't think that they're going to go. It, it appears as though the path is not going to be 
go work evolve for a while and then we're going to sign you it seems as though they're not going to do that also are they just going to acknowledge that like they kind of have to kill off 205 live at some point right like it's essentially dead anyway they might as i was well. going to say I, I think they've you know they'll I'm sure they have some network deal somewhere in some country that's going to require them to keep having it. But I mean, it, it's dead. Yeah, it's dead. It's dead. Dead. They, dead. they don't even. I mean, at least again, not that they, not that main event is anything, but at least people you've heard of wrestle on main event. Like you, if you watch main event, Jeff Hardy might be on it or something. If you watch 205 Live, it's like the people who lost their matches in the breakout tournament. <laughs> Well, and I mean, like maybe you'll in see fairness, Drake. that's what NXT has been a little right. bit in the last and, couple and, of weeks. And maybe you'll I was see say, Drake. By the Maverick. way, it doesn't mean it's bad. There are good matches on 205 Live, just nothing right. overly interesting about it. Right, correct. Um, you know, I'm in, I'm in a weird place. I understand the thought that it's scary, right? But as a whole, I don't hate WWE. I don't, like, to, to Aaron's point, has Raw been bad for a while? Yeah, Raw's been bad for a while. It's been very bad. In fairness, I've also watched Cody Rhodes, so like <laughs> I watch I watch products that aren't so. I'm not as convinced this immediately becomes bad as a lot of other people are because I think they just want to seem cool when they say that. That well, we also have to acknowledge that SmackDown's been very good. Well, that's what we're yes. talking about. Yes, and, and well, so here's the interesting thing. I think we're making we are making a lot of assumptions uh, based on just hey, Vin, somebody saying they heard Br Vince and Bruce are doing whatever. So there's already more more information out there. Like WrestleVotes is reporting that acor supposedly, according to a source, the day-to-day -day operation isn't changing. It's still going to be Triple H, HBK, Regal, and Bloom. However, the look of the weekly TV product will have a Vince and company stamp on it. If it's the look... Look is fine. It's it's the reports to me when because I did see that well, report no, but as well. This is just and, counter and, to that other report. This is newer. Well, right? No, 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 no. And I, I saw that report as well. The 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 most recent one who also said kind of big picture plot elements and stuff would also probably go through. This. Well, that's not what it said. It said the look and feel. It and maybe, maybe I'm seeing a third one. I I, oh. I saw one that like big picture it said the weekly, story the, elements. The weekly TV product will have a Vince and Co stamp on it. But what does that even mean? Like I think people are taking that to mean what they want it to mean. Well, but there's a so couple things in there. Again, I I think there can be a good. I'm not telling you that's what's going to happen. I think there can be a good, which is for the most part Triple H is running the show, but Vince McMahon is more involved, and so there's more of a handoff from NXT to Raw or to and SmackDown. That could be good. That could. Yes. I don't make that very clear. That could, could. be good. Well, yes. Hold on. All together now. One, one two, three. Could, could be, be good. good. Yes, 100%. Um, does, it certainly does not have to be, nor do I would even say that it's likely that that will be the way that it... But Correct. it could be good, uh, the way that that could go, because that's been a problem for this company, unquestionably, is that Vince McMahon has not liked what he's been given from NXT. Uh, he doesn't think they look right. He doesn't think they're stars. He doesn't think anything of them. He they, just they, they have a... They, you know, I guess one example of someone, at least for now, that... that has survived and thrived as Riddle. But you saw how clunky that was. It was like they they definitely he's he's pretty much what we got, but there are some changes that if you go back and watch him in NXT and you watch him now, there are some little things they've changed about him to make him more presentation friendly for the for the main roster. Right. Um, and, and his work style is a little bit of it. He pretty much works the same, but there's, like, if you go back and watch, I, I actually 
for some reason was watching, uh, you know, like the fight pit match. Like he was way he, he, he had more of a fighting style when he was at NXT, and he's more of a sports entertainer now. Hmm. <laughs> but it's not so different that it's. I think in his case, he kind of already was pretty close. You know what I mean? And they just, but. It was scary. They like had him lose. You know, first they came out and he beat AJ Styles, and we thought, okay, they they get it. Then he started losing a lot, <laughs> and we were like, Whoa, yep, I don't know. yep, yep. Look, I, I, all of this again. We're all hypothesizing. We're all just spitballing things for the sake of spitballing him. I'm not choosing to panic the way that other people are choosing to panic. I get it though. I understand why you're choosing to panic. I think the question becomes. If you're going to continue to watch, in a weird way, I think there's an acknowledgement that I don't actually mind, and and I'm not. I'm gonna. Um, this isn't for you anymore. Um, that what it, the people that turned to NXT because they wanted it to be an alternative to WWE, it was always kind of foolish. Like that's it's the same company. It was never going to be an alternative to WWE. Now, I like the idea that it felt more indie. I like the idea that it felt more underground without Shane McMahon being there. I liked all of those things, but <laughs> it was never going to be a WWE alternative. The other thing is trying desperately to try to tell you. AEW is trying to tell you that they're a WWE alternative, despite the dirty little secret, which is they're doing a lot of the shit that WWE does. An overwhelming amount of the shit that you said you didn't like about WWE, they're also doing. It's just they're doing it with some of the guys that you had chosen as being your guys, right? Like, I wanted this guy, so it doesn't matter if it's the exact same thing as WWE because he's over here now. I'm going to pretend like they're different. Um, but they're positioning themselves in that way. So WWE just sort of acknowledges that and says, look, the 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 unwashed, and I'm trying to say the nicest way, the worst of the worst of these professional wrestling fans, we're not winning them. They've chosen this is their thing. This is what they want to do. Okay, fine. What we're going to do is try to do the thing that we do best, which is create professional wrestlers that kids fall in love with, and make moments and memories that last for forever. And we want you to be a fan from when you're 12, when you're 8, uh, all the way to the time that you're an adult. And I don't know that they're wrong for trying to do that. I really, I I like CM Punk. I like Daniel, and they wanted Daniel Bryan. It's not as if they didn't want Daniel Bryan. They wanted Daniel Bryan. Um, I like these guys that we're talking about, but I kind of get it. I kind of get WWE acknowledging that's not really what we are. We're going to be what we've been. They just need to do a better job of producing Roman Reigns of the world and interesting characters moving forward. I'll say this, and, and this was kind of my thought about this before the, the news about Vince and Bruce Pritchard. It was when you know we saw that MTV-esque promo for NXT and then the idea that, okay, we're going to change what this is. NXT was great from 2012 to 2014, when it was strictly developmental, when it was on Hulu, when right. it was right. guys figuring things out with crazy characters and, you know, possibly showing up as, as one Leo Kruger one week and then Adam Rose the next yep. week and acknowledging, hey, this is all developmental, so no, this isn't going to be the cleanest product. That was fun. That was a lot of fun, and there are aspects of it I miss about that. I miss seeing, you know, a lot of the developmental stuff. So if that's what this is becoming... 
you know, I question whether USA would like that or not. Right. But as far as me as a wrestling fan, I admit I've missed that aspect of NXT. I, I don't know. So, that, I don't. I don't think that USA would go for it for what it's worth. I don't think like the, the specific stuff that you're talking about, like the the sure. wrestler that has literally a different identity from one week to the next. I don't think they'll go for that, but. Um, I think they want characters. I think that's what WWE has made it very clear. They want characters. And, you know, whether we want to admit it or not, that's a lot of what we've loved about professional wrestling over the years. We have loved the the Undertaker, literally a zombie. Like, we love characters. And so I don't necessarily have an issue with them prioritizing characters moving forward i'm not really sure how kyle o'reilly fits with that however because lord knows there ain't shit there and it was right back to looking like the abs somehow it got it went from marginal improvement to drastically worse all in the span of one week god the, the next time damn it. the next time that we time that we decide to bring bets back oh the bet should be you have to do the kyle o'reilly entrance in public Oh God! Oh, it's so no. Too many people would call nine one one because it would be a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> and as a man who's had a seizure before, I need to make sure that people understand the difference between when I'm having a seizure and not. Oh, it's brutal. So, I... what? 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 <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly is not going to survive. I mean, that's and that's part of this. I think that's part of what I you know, the, and that's the part that's weird to me, right? Is he not going to survive, or do they? Is this where they way, go all in, or do they? No, he's, he's he's going to become Kyle O'Reilly, Vegas dealer, or something like that. Well, no, right, he, like, so here's the difference, right? You've got Kyle Kyle O'Reilly that they're trying to do whatever the hell this is with him that is failing miserably. We think we don't know because they haven't been in front of real fans. Well, you can't count that. Cr- that crowd is bullshit. Like, and I, I want to see these guys. That's the fr- crowd they're going to have forever because they're not leaving the CWC ever. I mean, like for takeover, we have you know, no idea. Although, although Aaron and I did I talk, need- although Aaron and I did talk about this, we're kind of worried that takeover is over in the way that we knew it before. I'm I'm worried about that too. Sure, yeah, yeah but, absolutely. But like, like. I would be really like so let's say let's say they're not though let's say that takeover is going to get back to what we are used to which is the day after Survivor Series or before or whatever the day after Royal Rumble whatever they're going to do at a real venue with a real crowd not the people that they're friends with that they invite every week what is that reaction to Kyle Kyle O'Reilly going to be I don't think it'll be disrespectful. I don't think that because that no, crowd but is doesn't. No, it's just going to be nothing. Is it just going to yeah, be? Yeah, I think it's going to be. Well, that's what Carrion fight... Cross was. But if he's fighting, you know, Samojo's not a good example. But like, who's the top heel? Uh, L.A. Knight or something? Is the crowd going to cheer for L.A. Knight instead of him? Maybe. 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 Or they'll cheer it for them both. Depends on the city. Depends on Although the situation. Although if they're fighting. Uh, their new boy, their new guy that they love, he'll they'll definitely cheer for him. What the fuck is that guy's? I'm, so, I'm sorry. What the heck is that guy's name with the hat? <laughs> We're doing our best. Rich, um, Rich Holland. Yeah, if he fights him, he'll get cheered. But <laughs> yeah, probably, probably would get cheered for Rich. So, Holland. so the difference is you've got that, and then you've got someone like Johnny Gargano who clearly can handle this kind of thing. We weren't sure whether he could, but I think what they've been doing with him while it started out weird, has turned into to be quite good. The Johnny Gargano... Oh, yeah, this is wonderful. Oh, this is, yeah, this Dexter is... Dexter Loomis is... If this is... If, if the idea is they want more stuff like that 
and more stuff like Cameron Grimes and more stuff like I mean Samoa Joe just is Samoa Joe. That's the part that's the WWE of it. You got a big main event shit kicker. If that's the idea, why what are we scared of? <laughs> if the idea is that we're just going to make sure these guys fit the mold. I mean, we're scared of testicle jokes. We're scared right. of... Are, right. Like are, are we scared that Tommaso Ciampa is going to turn into someone that stabs someone's eyeballs out? Right. I mean, that, we're, we are. We are scared or not, of... Or released outright because Correct. he's that not Tommaso old and Ciampa doesn't, doesn't, right, doesn't, doesn't have the look. Doesn't yeah. fit what they're looking for, 100%. I'm absolutely concerned about that. And that's part of the problem because... Or does Cesaro come down... And turn into like the main event of the show. You know, the other issue I have is like the notion that there's frustration about the fact that I, I, I don't want to regurgitate them for this forever. But part of this is the word is that um, Vince is frustrated that NXT didn't just stomp out AEW, right? <laughs> and there's two parts of that that are weird to me, which is like one, you weren't spending anything on NXT. They AEW was going all in. They could have. Like you, they could have. We you, talked about correct. This. They, you didn't. You didn't. Like it's really weird. You weren't trying to win. If they turned NXT, you, we talked about this. If they turned NXT into Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Adam Cole, and just put all the, if you literally stacked that card with all the people that those people like, yeah, you probably would have. Could have stomped. Probably would have stomped it out. Like if that's what you were trying to do. Not and, now. and again, I'm, I don't even know if this is really what they were. But like then combine that with, it's not just they didn't do that. It's that they pivoted to making the last year about carrying cross. And while I get the carrying cross was a popular indie wrestler. They like did it to the detriment of Johnny Gargano, and they did it to the detriment of all of these stars that were there that people had loved on NXT for some time. And so they're measuring the success of the year on the spin that was given to Karrion Cross. And if that was about Triple H like going all in on Karrion Cross, then yeah, I could see where there's frustration. But he's the guy that's on the main roster, so it's a little bit. Well, I guess yeah, I guess me. that's and the other question is yeah, what what was behind the Karrion Cross? Because if if you had asked me a year ago who falls in love with Karrion Cross, it's Vince. It's Vince, exactly honestly. right, and he's the guy that's on the main roster. So if you're judging it on the last year, well, the big problem with the last year was that instead of it being the stars that we loved, I mean, with the exception of Adam Cole, very much still being a focal point, instead of that. We were force-fed Karrion Cross, and it was almost pointless. There were not big matches and big feuds for Karrion Cross. It was just, here's Karrion Cross now, and that was the story of NXT. And if you're mad that NXT wasn't thriving during those moments, then why is Karrion Cross the guy that comes out of it? Well, just, just well that, that kind of would... Like, let's assume for a second that that was a Vince thing or a Vince-inspired thing or whatever. That's like, you know... Dan Snyder running the you know Washington football into it and now saying oh I need to take control of it right, even correct, more correct <laughs> yes, yes the I problem mean, so no that absolutely seems like something that no the man could do I mean the the other thing and to, just to piggyback on your point about Carrie and Cross is now that we've had a year to see that and then also see how he debuted on the main roster. Why was he even in NXT to begin with? <laughs> yeah, should have just maybe gone straight there. It's it's a very weird bit. Very weird bit. All right. Um, just because we're talking about WWE right now, let's go ahead and just quickly touch on Raw and SmackDown before we start diving into uh, All Out this weekend. Um, Raw was once again the house show of house shows. I mean, it was very clear. Let's just get through. To... It'd be really nice if they announced when the draft was going to be, by the way. It'd be really nice if they, like, told us when the house i'm sure they don't know for sure that's i was going to say i bet they don't know but it's part of the there this is also sort of pointless right now like it it's one thing to be doing all of this even if you don't like it to like build up to something 
they're doing this to build the nothing. They're just doing it to get through to the next week. Like that's that's the only reason why anything is happening on Raw is just but, to get through the week. But there were some good things they did in spite of that, which is give, giving Damian Priest a pin over Drew McIntyre is yep. a really big deal. I I I agree with it. And that yes. match was incredible. And it was good, no doubt, but like it also goes back to the what are you doing with Drew McIntyre bit? I this he's he because he's going to SmackDown so he can put these guys over right. I'm a hundred percent convinced he's going to SmackDown. I don't disagree with you, but at the same it sure time, feels that way. once like, he you're goes not, there, it's a fresh slate. What are you doing? You think it's you think it's total, totally forgotten everything that we've been through with Drew McIntyre when he arrives on SmackDown? Yes, I think he comes out. He's he beats. You know, I think it is to WWE. I don't know that it is to the fans. I, here's here's it, my question. So we're Roman. we're assuming right now that he goes to SmackDown and he's there for WrestleMania. Yeah. What does Drew do between now and WrestleMania, or now and the Rumble? He probably feuds with like, you know, uh, I got I got to jog my memory of who all the yeah. I don't really have the answer to this for what it's worth. I mean, I I I mean, like Seth? Does, does he feud with Sami Zayn? Does he feud with? Yeah, sure. You know. That would that would actually be pretty good. That yeah, but but Sami Zayn is, I mean, in all due respect, has barely been on TV. Yeah, I mean, and that's okay, but that's but my just problem. Like, him back he's with the probably victory. the second heel in the on the brand, and he's not well, there well, right other now. Than Seth, right, but, Seth would be the immediate. Oh, Seth, you know, yes. right, like that would. But be I, the, I'm I'm convinced that they're. However they get there, they're pivoting to Seth and Roman do at they, some point this fall or winter. Okay, but I don't know how they're getting there. Do they, I, I don't know either. I'm just very convinced of it. <laughs> do they do a Drew Edge thing? Okay. Does that help like, how does that, that's the that's the thing. Like, I mean, it, it it does if it's just a respect thing or if Edge goes. Well, and I also think the that other way there are two different bit. conversations here. If they think, do they think there's a world where they can get Drew to be the one to beat Roman Reigns? Because if they do, he has to beat Edge. Then, well, no, yeah. I don't think he can. He can't, he can't work can't with touch Edge. Edge. Yeah, that's he cannot work with Edge. Him. That hurts him. Why? Because nobody wants him to beat Edge. But but also, okay, the other side is you're you're talking from a character standpoint, but from a needs big win standpoint. I, I hear what you're saying, but it would it would be ugly. That you want the guy that beats Roman Reigns to be beloved, to be someone that the crowd is embracing and is desperate to see it. And if you come right out of a program in which we desperately don't want you to win. It's going to be very difficult to suddenly say, yeah, but now the guy that you desperately wanted to lose, we need you to desperately want him to win. It just doesn't work. That that that's a bad that's bad. Yeah, and that, I think that's part why of, I'm I'm having a problem with the the Drew McIntyre path at the moment. I'm having a huge I, you, you problem with things. it. You can do things. I don't I, and I think the truth is like there's no my real issue is you've bungled this. He can't be that guy any longer. He can't be the guy that beats Roman Reigns. You can't save this. You've—it's on you. Um, it was hot for a while, and well, you're wrong about that, though. Just watch SummerSlam. I mean, he's really over. I—it's I, not over. You say he's really over. It's not over with Drew. The the reaction. He was still facing Jinder Mahal. It was easy to be in a position okay, where we were going to root for watch, Drew McIntyre. Watch Raw, though. As much as I, I'm not into Drew McIntyre. It's, the audience. It's is. not explosive. It's we're acknowledging that you're still supposed to be a face, and we like. There's no explosive reaction for Drew McIntyre at this point. I think it's pretty strong. I still think it's pretty strong. It's it's not for me. 
but it's for somebody, and uh, they sold an awful lot of those little plastic swords. They and that's uh, that's the big thing. But I do wonder once you move on from gender, once you move on from people who you know, we have no reason to really get behind. Like if he feuds with Sami Zayn, that could be a problem. If he feuds with Edge, that could be a problem. If he feuds with Seth Rollins, that could be a problem. For, and for the some record, point, I don't think it's a problem at all if he feuds with Sami Zayn. I don't think the crowd is behind Sami Zayn. Yeah, I hear you, but I think they're capable of being behind Sami Zayn. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, that, that's, and I, I think Sami was the first one I threw out. And then once you get to, let's say, Seth Rollins, I do think that could be a problem. It could be. I think it could be. I'm not. I don't. Th- I don't think Seth Rollins is a problem either. I think. I think the crowd is way behind Seth Rollins as a heel right now. I don't think anyone's cheering for Seth Rollins. But if Ed, this becomes a de facto, argument. we realize this is putting them in a position to be number one contender. No one will be behind Seth Rollins. Zero chance, based off of the reactions he's getting right now. Now, if you're teasing a Seth Rollins Roman Reigns feud where if he gets passed through McIntyre, that's next. Nobody wants Seth Rollins Roman Reigns. Well, you don't, but I don't know that WWE doesn't. No, no, I'm saying that he's trying the crowd, to say that I the, don't crowd know that the crowd is going to boo Drew because what, they want what Seth What he's Roman. saying is that if you're starting to position Seth as maybe being someone who's going to turn to face Roman Reigns, then the awkward, there could be an awkward if, pit if stop along the way. If he's turning. Now, no, wait. In a world where you're saying he's turning, that's a different story. Of course. Of course you're right about that if he's turning. If it's this Seth Rollins... Well, but I think the suggestion is that he's sort of prolonged... It's a tease turn. It's a prolonged turn. It's a... I think just the idea of you, you position the Rollins-Reigns match means you're at least teasing somewhat of a turn because they're not doing super heel versus super heel. But then, then in your argument, then Edge would have been a problem, and it wasn't. You know, like, like, I don't know what problem is created when but the guy the, the, is still the, the biggest that, the, on the show. The Edge Seth Rollins thing has nothing to do. Like, we don't expect either of the. You know, we didn't expect going from SummerSlam the next pay per view would be a title match for one of those guys. I think if if you're putting Drew and Seth somewhere in the fall or winter, a logical conclusion is whoever comes out of that feud could be next for Roman. Well, but hold on, we actually are teasing Edge and Seth Rollins as next in line. If you watch SmackDown, that's exactly what they're doing. Edge cut a promo about getting his and I and I think everyone's going to be behind Edge because people like Edge. Of course they will be because he's. I mean, but but what I'm saying is you're blowing off Finn Balor. Well, well, let's see. They're blowing. Let's off, see about that. In theory, they're blowing off Finn Balor on Friday. He still cut a weird promo about John Cena, which was interesting. Oh, because they're still September 10th. So right. maybe they do Finn Balor, John Cena, which, yep. God, I would probably go to that. Um, <laughs> it, but but in that world, so that, okay, so let's talk about this in the context of Finn Balor then. Because it's kind of the same thing, right? Like, it does supplant Finn Balor instead of Drew McIntyre. Does all of this stuff hurt him if the idea is that he's going to get screwed out of the chance on Friday? He's going to come beat John Cena at Madison Square Garden. Then well, what do I you don't do? know where he's going. Right, right. I, that's, I mean, that's part of the I don't know that there's actually a, a, a plan for Finn Balor. It feels but, like by the way, it feels like there should telling, be. If you're telling me that Drew goes up against Finn Balor and we're, we're debating on, no, on this? I'm subbing Finn Balor out instead of Drew. If you're saying if you're saying that the the threat of Edge or Seth Rollins being the next guy hurts Drew, does it hurt Finn? But I'm saying that if I don't understand what you're saying. No, because 
Yeah, I, I'm not totally yeah, sure. I'm, are, I'm really... are you saying that if if you're Finn saying whoever, up against Edge or Seth Rollins, would that hurt Finn? You're saying whoever threatens. Whoever is going to be the person to threaten this Seth Rollins Roman Reigns match, we supposedly all want. No, 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 no. I'm saying that hurt by... I don't know if Finn Balor. I think is on top of the faces on SmackDown right okay. now. I don't. Th I think that we uh, all. No, generally... Brock Lesnar is apparently the top oh, face well, on we, SmackDown. And we're yeah, not yeah, even yeah. mentioning him. Shit. Yeah. Well, no, bro. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, as far as who people like, I don't think that Drew is as secure as Finn. Um. I, th I feel like they're in the same place. Yeah, I do. I do too. Actually, I think I think I I feel about there at the same level. I think I think kids are a little bit more into Drew McIntyre, and I, I think I adults think, are a little bit more into Finn Balor. I think we're letting our own. Brain... No, nah, I don't know that it's as, as much about letting our own. There is no, a no, Drew no, McIntyre problem. I'm, no, no, I'm saying we're letting our own brain, not right, but our brain telling us that this is stupid for them to treat this character this way is getting in the way of the reality that it's not mattering much. No, I disagree with that. I, you keep going back to that, and I disagree with that. It is not... The, yes, him just being the guy that shakes the sword around is stupid. There's no doubt about it. It works for kids. Yeah. And that's who it works for. But kids don't make up the WrestleMania audience, typically. Fair. And what you want at WrestleMania is... That guy, you want this to be the elevated moment. If you're going to pull the trigger on somebody beating Roman Reigns, it's the guy that's going to get you the explosive response. And children are not the WrestleMania audience. The Drew McIntyre thing works with kids because they just look up and see a guy you know, who's huge and he's waving a sword around. That, that will work with children. But... It's got to work with adults, too, or else it's not going to get you what you want from WrestleMania. And it was definitely not worth blowing having Roman Reigns not lose to anybody for all that time right. to have it be a John Cena-like response when, when he wins the belt at WrestleMania. So, so here's the interesting thing. If you put Drew on SmackDown, which you most definitely are doing, I, I'm convinced. I'm not necessarily. I'm, uh, yes. The I'm only convinced. reason I'm not quite as convinced is they are playing up the you know can't challenge thing so much that it feels like they're doing more with that. No, I don't think so at all. I, I mean, I, I agree to disagree. I I don't think they are at all. I think they I think this week. I mean, I think we could have made that argument last week when it was a little bit ambiguous. I think this week they clearly are pointing to Damian Priest. They had him go over. I mean, you know, by the way, the bit where Bobby Lashley wants one of the other belts yeah, was it, one of the dumbest things I've ever but seen. It, but it's also still, that still doesn't make any sense. I think you're reading way too much into an air. This this is house shows right now. Yeah. I think you're reading way too sure. much into, like, that it matters that Damian Priest went over Drew Mack. They're doing house show shit. That's you, all you, this you is. You don't think Damian Priest is going to be fighting for the title in Extreme Rules? No, I, not I, a I, chance. I, I, I think that's uh, the match. Oh, I, I think it absolutely could be the match, but that's what all it is. It's Lashley going finding someone to go over really quickly. It's not, you know, sure. the moment for Damian That's, Priest. I, sure. I, when no, I say, when I say not, not a chance is the wrong way to say it. Is there a chance? Of course there's a chance. I'm not buying it yet, but the bigger problem is that it's so problematic, it's horrendous. Like, I can't acknowledge that. If that's what you're... I don't buy that this, like they're the, building the, to the anything. The part where Bobby Lashley said he wants the belt, I feel, I feel like now we're in a world where... 
Oh, by, by the way, the stuff they did with with Riddle Randy Orton was really confusing, too, so maybe back to your point. I just think they're doing house show shit. That's all I think they're doing. Or, or is it going to be a fatal four-way for the... I mean, it could, for all the... Yeah, something along those lines. I don't know. I think it's part no of... No full Triple H with this? Yeah. Yeah, right? Something... I, it could be a lot of things. I just think I'm not... I am not reading too much into what I've seen because I am of the belief that if they're going to do the draft before that pay-per-view... And that was our thought, was that they were going to do the draft before that pay-per-view, that this is just house show shit to get you through to the draft, and that they reset after the draft whatever the pay-per-view oh, yeah. is going and to look like. Extreme Rules always the pay-per-view that they do after the draft, and it still has the guys on the wrong It's shows, insane. Like, I mean, it's, it's always been, yeah, it, it's been, it's been horrendous in the past. They always draft someone to another show, and then they're still in the match. Which is the why they should just do the draft as soon as SummerSlam <laughs> is over. Yeah. SummerSlam's over, do the draft, get to whatever it is that you're going to get to. Whatever, you know. Anyway, just just to finish my thought. So if Drew's going to SmackDown, in theory, he has to fight Roman Reigns somewhere. I'm not saying WrestleMania. But am I crazy to say that? You can't put him over there and then they don't touch at all. So does that turn him into the guy that loses at Royal Rumble or something? Is that what? Is that, is that, that's my question. Is he is, valuable? Is he valuable in that role? Like, do you think – does it matter? No, I think he's more valuable on Raw in that role. I, I, I tend to agree with you. Is he valuable in that role? Like, like, in my opinion, if he's going to SmackDown, it has to be – has to is a t- tough word. It almost certainly should be yeah. for a reason yeah. and not to be the same dude that he is on Raw right now. Unless they're just happy with having – Unless it, unless it's over, right? Unless it's he's, – he's just that the- – well, but so you say it's up, over. Those upper, upper tier, right? And those guys right. are always guys that you can slide back in when sure. someone gets hurt. Those 100%. are always those those guys. Randy Orton's guys. been that guy. Sheamus is that guy. There are all guys like that are incredibly valuable. Yes. That you can you can acknowledge. Hey, look, it, you're you're not John Cena. Like you're Seth not is kind Roman of that Reigns, guy right? right? Now. Yeah. But you're one of those guys, and for six months you might become that guy again. If we need you to be that guy, um, but you're not going to be the transcendent face of the company that maybe we wanted you to be or we envisioned you might possibly be at some point. You're just one of the big stars in the company, and that's a really good thing to be in your professional life. So, that- And by the way, I, I don't think he's fallen that low in their eyes. I think that, you know, if anything right now, he is... Batista to Roman's John Cena, a guy who is a main eventer, just not but, on but the that's, show. That's as exactly the guy. that's exactly what I'm saying, though. Like yeah. comparing well, him, yeah. I, we're comparing well, Randy is, Orton. Randy Orton is one of the most elevated humans in the history of the company, right? Which is why I, I'm not comparing him to Randy Orton, or maybe I am. I don't know. Well, like, I, 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 I think saying? Randy Orton's different from Sheamus, is what I'm saying. I think you're being disrespectful to Sheamus just because right now he's not that guy. But Sheamus, for, for six years or so, served as one of the top guys they could rely on. They I'm, could I'm, not, count I'm on. not saying he's not reliable. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying I think that Drew McIntyre is a guy who. I, I, I think you're being. I'm mind, saying I think the you're. Event whenever he walks in. I, I think you're being crazy. I think you're being disrespectful to Sheamus and what he's been Sheamus in this is company. Sheamus not the main event whenever he walks for into a show. For the moment, he's not. He spent five or six years being that guy. You have to remember that Randy Orton has been in the mid-card Correct. for like quite a while. Like, they can do this with some of these guys where you're not. Sheamus, next month, they could look at Sheamus and say, 100%. you're the guy for the next I, I, year. I'm not saying it in a disrespectful way. You I'm are. Just saying he's not That's what you're missing. He's not Batista. That's... 
I, I'm saying there is a separation from John Cena and Roman Reigns. They are on a different plane. And then right. there's a shit ton of guys that are in the next group. And the top group is incredibly small. And the next right. group is and I, bigger. I, I think there's another, there's another group between those two, but whatever. We're, we're getting into some answers I think, here. I think you're crazy. I mean, I'm just going to throw out some names here. I think that group includes Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Sheamus, um, you know, uh, Edge. Yeah, I mean, Edge is in a different place now because he's, right. you know, like he's in an elevated place now. That's, but that's who he was. Yes, correct. One hundred percent, he was that guy. No doubt about it. And that's to me what Drew McIntyre is, which is an incredibly good thing. Yeah, it's an unbelievably good thing. Which is why going back to the original conversation, I'm saying if that's who he is, you keep him away from Roman because you keep those guys on separate shows. And the problem is you're somehow trying to separate Sheamus from that, and that makes you a piece of shit because you're just doing it for the sake of doing it instead of acknowledging for the sake of doing whatever. We're getting into being unwilling to acknowledge Sheamus significance. Saying that there is a difference between Randy Orton and Sheamus is not insulting to Sheamus, nor is it something crazy. They, they, or calling they, him a piece of shit they, or anything they else. They all have some differences. Every single one of them has some differences. And Andy Orton is a little bit different than insert name here. Whatever you want to say. Kevin Owens. But you're not. Yeah, eh, Kevin Owens isn't even in that group. He's not. Yeah, you know, Kevin, I, well, I Kevin so. Owens isn't in that group. I, I mean, it's it'd be great I, if he was, but he's not. But I feel, like, not, I feel like we just had a conversation. He's the case of emergency break last the way that Daniel Bryan but is. is. That's that a different these thing. Are? The, these are guys that are also counting on to move merchandise. These are guys that they are counting you don't on. Think Kevin Owens moves merchandise. Kids don't give a shit about Kevin Owens, dude. Okay. Kids never have cared about Kevin Owens. They, these are all guys that kids would would gravitate towards. Kids, oh all yeah, of them. Kids did like Sheamus. They loved. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, yeah, kids oh, were yeah. obsessed oh, my god. with Sheamus. Yeah. When they sold the hair. Yes. The, yeah, yeah, they yes. were obsessed yeah, with yeah, him yeah. That, because he is an elevated sense. star. And for some reason, somebody on this show doesn't want to acknowledge that. Oh my god! Just, Saying that he's not Randy Orton does not mean I'm not acknowledging Shane's role. They're different guys. There, do you think Randy Orton there is in the different levels? I do think yes. There is a different level between Randy Orton and Sheamus. Yes, I do think. That. I think I'll, I'll give Aaron this. I think Randy Orton is closer to John Cena and Roman Reigns than he is to these other. I people. don't think Randy Orton is. John Cena and Roman Reigns are the face of the no, company. No, no, no. I'm saying yes, it was why else he's in the second group that not, you're not acknowledging. He's not there, that in, includes Randy Orton. He's not in that stratosphere, but he's. Knocking on the door of it. No, I, I, no, I, he's not. He's his career has been so overwhelming that it doesn't matter. Randy Orton is never the guy they were going to send to Today Show. They weren't going to do that. That's not how they treated Randy Orton. He has been something else now because of the totality of his career. Yeah. We have elevated him, right. but they have never danced with Randy Orton that's, as that's, face that's of the true. company. They haven't done that. They have done other things that are overwhelming with Randy Orton over the years, but they have never had him be the guy that we need on the Today Show. On that's right. always been the measurement. He's, he's not Cena. He's not Reigns. That's correct. That's the no, list. That's the group of the people around the company. That's right the now. group, and you're Rock. being disrespectful for the way that they have treated Sheamus over the years by not acknowledging not that he's in that group. Disrespectful by saying he's not Randy Orton. That's all I'm saying. He's not Randy Orton. That's all I'm saying. They have had different careers in this capacity, and what I'm talking about, he's in that category. Period. He is that guy they could tap on the shoulder tomorrow think, and say, "Congratulations, just, you're about to be the star for six I, months." I think. I think Glenn just made a lot of sense to me. He qualified. Why we want to why why we react that way without thinking about Randy Orton because he was twenty something when he came in and he's, he's done been so a, much right, stuff he's been, and he's done so much. I I just here's 
here's how I would put it. If I'm if I'm classifying this line, Sheamus is the guy that can tap on the shoulder and say, "All right, we're making you the most important guy on the show right now." Randy Orton is you don't have that tap on the shoulder. Whatever he's doing, they're treating as one of the most important things on the show. Nah, it's not entirely true either. It's not to some extent. There's some truth to that, but you're ignoring what for the better part of three years. The Randy Orton has had an amazing year and a half. You're going to ignore that there were moments in the three years that led up to it that, like, Randy but, Orton would just be doing something on the yeah, show. Yeah, he would be doing stuff, but they would always treat it important. They wouldn't put it in the main Randy event. Orton. They wouldn't put it. They would, they would, Randy Orton would just show up and do things right. for the better part of the years. He would show up and do things, You're but they, in, would, they would make it feel important because he's Randy Orton. They, like, he has that's, been, that's he has been that's, and turbo that's like, hot that's again all. for a year and a half. I feel like we've half. gone down this road that it, it's so minute difference. Yes, because you I, just want to be an asshole about it. That's what I it is. Wanna, you yeah. just want to be an asshole about it. Let's do get the all out. Let's get there. Uh, it's coming up on Sunday night. I thought they were doing Saturday pay-per-views, by the way. I thought that was... Are they now shifting all of them uh, to Sunday? Is that... Like, WWE's going to Saturday, like and the they're going to Sunday? I have been Sunday. <sighs> I don't understand anything. So, so, WWE is actually still all Sunday, except for that one that's on New Year's Day. So they put out a survey asking if they liked how much people liked the Saturday well, I, or Sunday. I one hundred percent think that during football season you shouldn't be running pay per views on Sunday I, night. I agree. I mean, I'm completely on board with during football season. Don't run pay per views on Sunday the one, night. The ones that are currently announced are still Sundays. Except doesn't for make that. any sense. Except for that. Um, no, except for the January no one one. Which, if sense. you're doing it on January one, you're going to do it whatever day is January one. So, so every weird. every pay per view in 2021 has been on a Sunday. Just for for AEW, for AEW, including their February one. What was their February? That that was. I don't think they had it. They had a March and a May one so far they this had year. The March one, then whatever it was, they did. Yeah, that. Th- those were both Sundays. See, it makes sense to do Sundays during holiday weekends. I get that. Like this, I can understand doing a Sunday because it's a holiday weekend. I don't really understand yeah. why they would do the March one on a on a Sunday. Whatever. Anyway, it's Sunday night. That's the point. It's Sunday night. Uh, it's in Chicago. I don't know if they've mentioned that at all, but that's where they're going to do the pay-per-view. It's in Chicago. <laughs> uh, as of this moment, it's got 10 matches on the card. I get and We will do, as always, should win, will win. We begin uh, with the AW Women's World Championship, Dr. Britt Baker against Chris Statlander. Um, I'll, I'll throw you a little bit of a curve. It should be Chris Statlander. Um, and I would only say that because if you're not, going to fully they're, they're doing this weird bit where they want Britt baker to be a star but not really a face it's a strange thing that they're doing and for that to completely work the longer someone holds the title the more desperate we are to see someone beat them i think you have to go one way or the other here either you have to make her a face or a heel this thing where you just want to keep her in between and try to get the best of both worlds doesn't work and I think she's a heel, and I think that's just the reality of it. Um, anyway, I, I love Chris Statlander. I think she's great, and they need to elevate more stars. Britt Baker does not need the belt. Other people do. I think Chris Statlander should win it, but we all know what's happening. Britt Baker, of course, is winning this match, and Lord knows. I, I, my gut tells me no one else wins the belt until they decide to give it to Jade Cargill. So I'm with you on one part here is that I think they do need to kind of go away from this we love Britt Baker thing. I think they need to turn her fully heel. I think they will start to do that. We'll see if the crowd plays how much the crowd plays along. Because of that, I think the play is you find someone who eventually beats Britt Baker in a chase, not just a kind of show up match thing. Um, And as much as I love Chris Statlander, because of that, assuming that they do 
go with Britt Baker. What they should do, Britt Baker wins, Britt Baker's heel, find somebody eventually, whenever that is, whether it's the next pay-per-view. It can't go crazy long, but if you told me that it goes on to the March pay-per-view or whatever, fine. Um, you, you have uh, Britt Baker win and eventually lose it to someone, whoever that ends up being. So I will say should and will Britt Baker here. I understand why you said should Chris Statlander. But I don't think it should be. I think I, I think I agree with Aaron. Like if you're if you're going to go back to Brit as a heel, which you should do. I mean, the person who has two people with them, and we can talk about that elsewhere. More than two people <laughs> um, should be a heel if they're going to be interfering in her matches and 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 you know feasibly winning this battle royal to. So just so she can keep the belt and stuff like that. Um, that's a heel. That's, there's nothing about everything about what they did with her on Wednesday was right. It was a heel promo, you know, except for the thing that everybody wants to chant along with. But you're never going to get away with that I'm, or away from that. It's that's there forever now. The only way to get away from that is to literally stop doing it. So I think that, yes, should Britt Baker, will Britt Baker and... You know, this just underscores the issue with the women's division. There is no clear. I love Chris Statlander. I think she's great. But it's if if the point is to build the women's division in a way that you have someone to root for, she's just another person. And, and I'm not saying that to be disrespectful. She's the best of the just another person that they've got. But they don't really have a star to go up against Britt Baker. No, that's frank. why I'm telling you. There's, she's yeah. not dropping the belt until they give it to Jade Cargill. Whenever they decide to give it to Jade or Cargill. Or AJ Lee or whatever. No, nah, Jade Cargill is going to be the one. They're going to they're gonna heavily invest in that. And that's almost, again, that becomes almost problematic because it's just creating, you're, you're, you're zeroing in on this one person and this one person and then that's it, right? Well, but it's also problematic because the theory would be you've got to go hard heel on Britt Brit now because of who she's facing, but then you're going to go back the other direction when she goes against right. Jade because there's zero chance Jade Cargill is ever a face. Uh, I don't know about ever. I disagree with ever. Not not ever. Not in, yeah. the, not in, in the packaging the six... that she's currently in. No, well, not with Mark Sterling. Right, but that's right. I mean that can you can get rid of that tomorrow. You know what I mean? And, like I mean her whole character. It would have to change. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Your character definitely has to change. Obviously, yeah, I, I I don't think Cargill's the one who beats Brit. I think she's the one who beats the person who beats Brett. That feels about right to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy that. She's the I next, don't buy she's that. She's the next heel champion. Um, but I don't. We don't know what Britt Baker is for me to say that she's a heel or a face. Like they're I not mean, right now, as of Wednesday, they're promoting her as a heel. This but they're not this really. Week. They they're, did that, this week. for the week. No, they, then, they've saw, they have absolutely blurred it a bit, and I a think bit. they blurred it completely. They, yes. If, okay. Yes. They they have they have blurred it. I still think coming out, they view her long term as a heel. I don't That's, know that they. I think they want this. I think they want this best of both worlds, where you love to hate her, hate her, lo hate the lover. Where they kind of want her to be like uh, where they can sell yeah. Britt Baker mer merchandise. But despite yep. the fact that she's still kind of a heel, I think they want this blurred character for as long as they can possibly bleed it out. And I think that's a mistake. I guess because we're talking about let's go ahead and do the Women's Battle Royal, I have no idea who the surprise entrant might be. I couldn't possibly tell you because Lord knows I, I'm not sure that I know who all of these people that are even in it are. Um, I think I don't know. Who's Kylan King? Who's that? It's... Okay, great. So... <laughs> 
I mean, well, it's, I definitely it's don't probably going to be like Ruby not, Riot, not, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It, oh, like Ruby Riot was, the, if it's Ruby a name, yeah. it's, I think it's Ruby. All right, so here's who's in it so far. Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Ty Conti. By the way, Jim Ross, please keep it in your pants. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Remember when it was the king that we had a problem oh with? Oh, my yeah. God, man. Like I, we Trust me, we all know how attractive Ty Conti is. We all know. You're yeah. the guy calling the matches. Don't. Don't. Uh, Diamante, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, uh, Sheeta, uh, Emmy Sakura, Jade Cargill, Kiara Hogan, Abaddon, Layla Hirsch, whoever Kylan King is. I genuinely am I am I gonna feel like a jerk? Kylan no, King. I like she's she. I feel like she's been on Dark a couple times, but not like a big. Do not recognize. Big, uh, yeah. Rebel, Jamie Hader, Anna J, Riho, and whoever the surprise is. Aaron. Um. So I, I'm still so working under the idea that Brit's retaining, and I, I do think that it goes into the new year. It's not this next one. I don't think it would be the worst idea in the world if you just rerun Brit and Thunder Rosa. Um, you know, it it gets where you need to. There there are a number of people you could put that in put that into. I think I'm curious about Anna Jay and how much they push her coming back. Um, I don't know if this is the spot for Taikanti would be great. I mean, there are plenty of people you could have good matches with and everything. I think the one that makes the most buzz, if you're saying, all right, we're going to rematch this, you know, amazing match we had and just go Thunder Rosa. So I'm just going to say should and will Thunder Rosa. You know, it's interesting because, you know, the history of these things is not great. Like, Generally, this is just someone that wins and gets blown off on TV. This is not a thing. This, yeah. is, this is not a real right. thing. Decidedly not a thing. Right. And so because it's not a real thing, who gives a shit? I mean, it's, it could be any of these. It could literally be any of these people, and it wouldn't matter more. I, I, I don't know what you do here that matters at all. Oh, I oh I can give you something that absolutely matters. I think what? Which is I, I'll tell you what it should be one hundred percent. Rebel should win this one thousand percent. But they've already said that they're winning for her or whatever. Yeah, but then that should oh. not be then, the case. Then you choose it. There should be sure. a swerve. There should be a oh I didn't see that coming. Especially I, I, I don't know if it's too early for that. That's my only thing. Why wouldn't Britt Baker's already introduced a new a new muscle? She what is what is the point of Rebel at this point? Like what? It, what is her existence? With and by the way, I don't think they're going to do this. So I'm like this. This is she's a number for the sake of a number on the roster right now. She's not offering anything. You want to make this matter? You have Rebel win it. I mean, the the interesting thing is if you turn your brain off, right, and you say and, and about the future. If you turn your brain off about the future, there's one person on this list that should win this match, and it's Jade Cargill. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I like just that's the most important person on right, this list. Right. Right. And that's by the way, I'm I am I'm afraid that in their mind that's what make this ma- that's how you make this matter right. is by having Jade Cargill win it and then you're moving everything up just a little bit quicker because so, like, of it. I'm going to turn off my brain and say Jade Cargill should win this match because I I don't know. I mean, I, I I as far as just like someone who should win. If you look on paper and believably, this is a person who should kick everyone's ass. That's the one who will win it. I mean, Ruby Riot's going to win. Ruby it. Riot's going right. to win. If Ruby's in it, probably. Yeah, yeah. Ruby Wyatt, Riot wins it. Either that or a good thing to do would be someone else wins and gets their ass kicked next week, and Ruby Riot comes out of this feuding with Jade Cargill. That might be kind of neat. 
or someone or something. They need to make these things matter somehow. Something has to come out of these matches. They'd be swell. That would we, be swell. We have to stop giving these a pass because we make fun of the no, WWE. No, I, I assure you, if you have you not been paying attention? <laughs> what are you talking about? about? This last pay-per-view, too. Yeah. My, it's all I ever talk about is how these things don't matter. That's yeah. all I ever discuss. I mean, these, these are as bad as the they're, – they're a little bit better than the Andre just because they actually get a match for the title. I mean, they're and not. Yeah, it, it's, correct. It's they're, like the tiniest bit. You, were you not here like after the last pay per view? Right, I literally spent like yeah. the majority of the just talking yeah, about that. Because we were all like, "Hey, that was a good pop. That could mean something." And nope. he was just like, "No, it's never going to mean anything no, ever, ever, ever." Has ever, never right. has, never will. No doubt about it. All right, uh, ten man tag match because reasons. Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Wheeler Yuta, the best friends, obviously, and Jurassic Express. Um, with H uh, against the Hardy family office, Matt Hardy, Private Party, and uh, and Helico and Jack Evans. <laughs> I know you're gonna say, "Who gives a shit?" Just do it anyway. Try to pick the match anyway. I mean, there's no world in which Matt Hardy needs to go over anybody. Like, like all the people on the face side of this equation: Orange Cassie, Chuck Taylor, Wheeler, Utah, who you've told us has, have mattered, and Jurassic Express, who most certainly should matter. Need they they should be winning. I don't need this. I don't need this Matt Hardy stuff anymore. I think for a minute we were amused. No, with this. I was never. This never did a thing for me. This is awful. I, I just want them to go away. I don't need him attacking people with seven hundred guys running out. We'll get to something else like that that happened. But yes, move on. Orange Cassidy's team one hundred percent should win and will win. Hopefully, it's the bigger problem, which is the Bukaki, which is here's just a million people, and you don't know. You've forgotten why Why do these people like each other? Why do these people care? I don't remember. Did they ever tell me why? They, I don't know. Or is this just nothing other than Super Friends? Is this just nothing well, other than... has been beating up Orange Cassidy for like That part, months. right. I remember that part. But and, like... And that's just through all this How friends. did... Remind yeah. me how it is that Lucha House Party... Or not that Lucha House Party. Jurassic Jesus Express. Christ. <laughs> Jurassic... I don't know what just happened there. Luchasaurus, I guess, is how I got the Lucha well, House Lucha Party. Lucha House Party, not even on the uh, same company. <laughs> no doubt. I'm very aware. Remind me how it is that Jurassic Express got involved with this because I have utterly forgotten. They ran out and helped. But with, but why? Because seven thousand people were attacked. That's my like. Dude, was there a reason? No, that's the why these reason. people ever united with each other. Because super friends. Correct. Yeah, that's exactly. And this why. is a this is an AW. We have all of these people. We've got to do something with them. This isn't something. This is nothing. This is a house show match. Could it end up being fun because of all the people that are involved? Sure. Perhaps. It I'm probably not, will be. In fact, I'm I don't, sure it will be. I don't, I've yeah, got to be honest with you, though. Match, I, think, I think it's going to be a lot of fun and had a lot of pops. Private Party and Angelico and Evans, just, I wish they did more for me. Like, I like Private Party when they first got there. They have not done a lot. They, this would need to be a new showcase for Private Party. Like, hey, remember, we still have something to offer the world. Um, and Helico and Evans, unfortunately, have just never done anything for me. So, I this to me is a classic let the faces get in a ton of cool moves and look awesome. And I don't know that it's a shit kicker of a match as much as it's just sort of a, a bunch s- of guys will jump off of a bunch of a, a silly yeah. thing. And and or- Orange Cassidy will do his thing. And yeah. Matt Hardy will look frustrated during all of it. Ah, ah, there'll be a lot of that type of, there'll be angst yeah. from Matt Hardy and, and people will pretend like it was cool when it really wasn't. And it's just what it is. Go ahead. I mean, it's, it's a free show match. It for all those, everything we just said, should end well the faces, because, yeah. John Moxley taking on Satoshi Kojima. <laughs> Aaron, tell me why this matters. Because, Sato- okay, so 
I can tell you why Satoshi Kojima matters, because he's one of the more important figures in Japanese wrestling. Why this matters to you, who doesn't care about Japanese wrestling? Well, the only reason it might matter is if this is a continued storyline with John Moxley basically getting to Onita, which is where I feel this is going, where he's going through all the legends who wants to face him till he gets to one of the more ultimate legends. And Onita might be the end game, or it might be Onita going into Tanahashi, something along those lines. I think Onita's but are they going gonna, to be one like, of them. Have these people be a part of AEW and be on television? Aaron, or Aaron, I Onita yes. more reasons to care about. Yeah, this I than mean, that. like that. This is the <laughs> yeah. big. This is the biggest issue with this is just this assumption that wrestling fans all give a sh- like. I get it; it matters to a, a certain group of professional wrestling fans, but to not do the bare minimum of work is is more shameful than anybody wants to give it credit for. The bare minimum of work is, why do I care? Why do I care? And they haven't done the bare minimum of it. They pretended that having John Moxley fly off the handle in a promo is enough work for this, and it's not. I don't care. It does nothing for me. I am wildly uninterested, and that is among, again, we talk about their problems. It's another problem they have when they just want to throw more people at, here's another person to throw into the That's equation. That's not in the company. Correct. Not. It, you, you can't get me to pretend like I care about that. I don't. I'm not going to. John Moxley, and because of that, John Moxley should win, and I, I guess will win. I don't know. I, I guess he will. Go yeah, ahead. I mean, should, should and Will Moxley. Yeah, should and Will Moxley. Sure. Why not? Um, next, for the <laughs> TNT Championship, Miro and Eddie Kingston. Aaron. I'm down. Like, out of all the cards on the match, I feel like this one's the most most well-built, most, you know, both personalities are good. Everything was kind of done right here. I don't know that it was well-built because yeah. it was rushed in the last well, couple well, of weeks. Well, it, here, here's what I said. Because of the two personalities, it fits. I, I it think fits, that... and the Miro storyline and the Eddie storylines, whether or not the Miro versus Eddie storyline was well-built, the Miro and Eddie characters are well enough that it all makes sense. I, well, I'll make the argument that it's it's kind of disappointing this didn't get more of a build and that they kept it, that Fuego Del Sol... Who again? This thing where we're all pretending like we care about Fuego del Sol. Do not count me among that. I don't give a shit, and I'm. You haven't given me any reason to give a shit about Fuego del Sol. This this thing where the internet has decided that that's a thing. God bless you. AEW has not done that. We've just given them a pass for it and pretended like it was a a big cool thing that it wasn't actually. If you just watch AEW's television programming, it was a giant nothing. That being said. It's a shame that they didn't give this more because I do think that these two guys could have created an unbelievably compelling, and we did see a taste of that, a small taste of it in this rushed match that was put together. And it should have been one of the more exciting things on this card. As it is, I do think it'll be good if you allow it to be good because the two people that are involved are good, and this is exactly the way that they should be using an Eddie Kingston type. Um... That all being said, should and will mirror. Oh, it's not even my turn. Fuck. Yeah, it's me. It should yeah. should and will mirror. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's tricky for me. This was when when I saw that, and I think Aaron we might have chatted about this a little. Like when we saw this is where they were going, we were like, oh, okay, like this is great. I'd love to see this match. The promos that they did on the show this week. Hmm. Who's calling? Who do you think it is? Think uh, it, Danhausen. Let's, let's see. Let's see if it's. Oh, it might be Danhausen. Uh, Glenn Clark, this is a press box. Is it Danhausen? 
It's not. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not Dan Housen. Nobody's there. That's a real shame. I thought. <laughs> Speaking of Dan Housen, our our buddy Steve Mix picked up a win over Dan Housen. I saw that. Oh. I saw that. Very good and very evil victory. Anyway. Very not. Yeah. Very nice. Very. I know. Evil. I I screwed it up. I thought the promos on the show this week were terrible. I mean, this whole thing about the the DDT is his weakness, like. Shouldn't the DDT be everybody's weakness? I mean, I don't. Well, I don't what do you mean? The DDT is nobody's weakness. <laughs> no, but the whole con- the whole concept of the promos they cut was silly. Um, I, just let these guys fight. I mean, yes, a, a better build would have been better, but these these guys are not the kind. Like, yes, I do think Eddie Kingston is a good talker, but I think he's a good talker on a live mic in a crowd. I do not think that he is that good at these taped segments backstage i i have not ever thought that those things that he, they've done with him have been i'm not going to say they've all been bad but they've not been as good as he is when he's out there with a live mic Listen in front argument. of an audience um and miro i mean god love him is just not that guy i i, mean, I, I like what they're trying to do with him with this redeemer stuff I, I really enjoy the Redeemer stuff. But, but I actually part, think the Redeemer stuff has been great, Yes, honestly. the Redeemer part of it, but the part where he, he gets lost in what the other guy said about him, he needs to say what he needs to say. He doesn't need to... He's not the guy that can go off the cuff. I think he needs to be a little bit more prepared. His promo was bad on Wednesday. That being said, I mean, should and will Miro, yes, 100%. Yes, obviously should and will Miro here. There's no doubt about it. Uh, steel cage match for the tag team championships: the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. I tell you what, I would pull the trigger at this point on the Bucks. I don't think they will. Um, I, I don't have a should as far as like like my only should is these this team deserves to win the tag team titles at some point. But yeah. I just don't know where we're going with all of this, and because I don't, I'm gonna say they probably should keep. Whatever story is, they need to keep whatever cohesion with the Kenny stuff and everything that they've thrown into this giant cluster F of stuff involving the world title and the Bucks being attached to it. So that's where I shift my should back to, well, I guess you got to just keep the, the titles with them until you figure out how this whole story is playing out. Unless this is the first chip of it, but it doesn't feel like there's anything there yet. So this feels like a match just the... Th- burn the, the, the house down, and the Bucks come out, I, I guess. So I'm talking myself into saying the Bucks should win just because I don't know what you – I don't know that you're at the point in whatever that story is supposed to be that those guys should st- start losing championships. So in one way, the should should be that the Lucha Brothers should just win the titles at some point. But I don't know if it's that point. I'm going to say should with the Bucks. I they, they probably will. I wish I was as enamored by the Lucha Brothers as everyone else was. Like I, I wish, I wish that I felt something about them that people do. And and maybe part of it is that like they're really sloppy about their tags. Like we 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 we, we chant tag team wrestling, and like they're. They're just sloppy in this way. They they are. I can't get around that. It's really sloppy. Um, I, I get that they're good. They're good characters, and I know they're good workers. And like, arguably, their finest moments have been when they've been able to work as singles performers um, in matches. I just have not felt a Lucha Brothers thing at any point. I didn't really feel the Death Triangle thing either, for what it's worth. But like. I think I felt that more than I felt the Lucha Brothers. I, I just have not felt wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. Aaron, are we going to retcon Glenn into liking Pac? 
I mean, <laughs> right? I'm still not. Because he likes them more with Pac. Yeah, but I mean, but it's, yeah. it's like a three and a two and a, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I've liked them the most as singles performers. Like, there's no getting around that. At the best they've done to me is when they've been working by themselves. I have not. I just have not felt what other people have felt about I, I this. I think he's got a good point there, and I do think there's money with Pentagon as a solo with that manager now that he didn't have before. I think you could make an argument there. Um, yeah. I, I, I just, I just to me, unfortunately, I when it was when I thought it was going to be uh, uh, Lucha House Party that was going to win, when I thought they were going <laughs> to, when I thought it was going to be Jurassic Express, I had some of those feelings that you did, like, dude, it's time. You know what I mean? Like... Have Jurassic Express go over the Young Bucks. That's big. That's a big moment for for those guys. Um, that's a big, you know, especially after you, you you tried to pretend like Jungle Boy was legitimately getting a title shot that he clearly was never going to win. Like it, it sort of cushions that blow a little bit. I felt that about them. I don't feel it about Lucha Brothers. Like I know other people do. I'm just not one of them. So to me, it's it shouldn't will Young Bucks. Not that I'm. It's but there's some, there's something to say there, and this is why I wasn't sure what to say for the should because there is something to say. You know, like we could make that argument about Raw that one again. If it's if it's not just house show, no rules. What they did on Raw would suggest that the tag team champions are involved in the main event angle with the world champion. That's the issue here. Is that like you you could make the argument at some point you need to separate those titles into a stratosphere that is benefiting people that need it and not the young bucks who are tied up with who are you know owners of the 100 percent, you need to get it away from that whole thing yes. the question is when yeah so that's why i just no, i hear you i completely yeah. hear you and 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 to me i i am in on the lucha i've always been in on pentagon always been in on the lucha brothers but this doesn't feel like to get the belts off of the young bucks you should have a concentrated if not yeah, straight pro, chase, at least a concentrated yeah. full few weeks of this, which you could have done here. You know, you, you go back to two years ago where the you know the match everyone was waiting for on the card at All Out was the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. You know, you you build something there, and if they had, I would have said, yeah, this might be the place for the Lucha Brothers. That would be great. Not that I'm going to be upset if the Lucha Brothers wins, but like. Beating the Young Bucks should mean a little bit more, and it's just winning a random tournament doesn't do it for me right now. So I'm going to say should and will Young Bucks, I guess, even though I do think that they should, the Young Bucks should be losing the titles pretty quickly here. Yeah, maybe I, I maybe they you. lose it in, you know, uh, New York or whatever. But it, that that it, has the same problem of we don't have a program. Well, it's, it's really tricky because, like, the way that everything's playing out, you it almost looks as if... For anyone to be worthy, the way that they're playing this out, for anyone to be worthy, it's going to be what we always don't want, which is two guys that they no, put yeah, together. Like this sort of, yeah, correct. Not, and, and that's sort of why I'm like... Like when they bring Hangman back, it'll be Hangman and, or whatever. and, and Daniel Bryan. Right, right, or Adam Cole or whoever right. shows up or whatever. But yeah, that's, I, that's my concern is that like the last time we had a serious match in the tag division that felt like a really big deal. It was Kenny and Hangman against the Young Bucks. I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's get into the uh, main events of the night. Uh, we'll begin with uh, Paul White versus QT Marshall. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> I hate that you started laughing because it made it more difficult for me to be I able to exactly deliver it. I know, but I just... Oh, we all knew where you were It going. made it tougher for me sorry. to deliver it. I'm sorry. Is it Go mine? ahead, yeah. Yes. 
Wait, is it or is it me? I think it's you. Damn it. Is it? Is it it me? doesn't matter. Yeah. Really, none of this shit matters. Fine, fine. All right, let's just move on. We're not even going to do it. We're just not even going to bother. It's the dumbest shit ever. It's so bad. I mean, the, the frustrating thing is, remember when we signed, we all kind of agreed, like, hey, we might get a good match out of Paul White here, and this is his first match. Did I feel that way? I don't believe that I ever felt yeah. that way. I believe that I said, yeah, I don't no, need I to see. We, no, we, we all... I don't. I, I think I was very clear. I don't need to see. They overhyped it to hell, but the last few times we saw Paul White wrestle, we actually kind of enjoyed. Are you saying it, like so in, we'll in, in WWE? I don't remember in. I remember very clearly in AEW saying, "I don't need to see this yeah. guy have matches. I don't need it. I'm I'm good. I'm I can be done here. I don't need any of that." But that's but not do, what we're getting. Do you know what I really do need though? What I need Billy Gunn to be involved. Why you know? Why wouldn't you? Big big swerve, big <laughs> swerve. They dropped. Well, on I, us. I I do. I, I want this idea. If if Paul White is going to go forward, he never turns, but everybody around him always turns. Just do a reverse <laughs> WWE. <laughs> everybody that touches him <laughs> turns heel. Whatever. Paul White's or turns win. face if they're already a heel. Yeah. Paul White's gonna beat up seven hundred people. It's That's so what's gonna happen. Stupid. It's so stupid. By the I way, by the, the way, I do have to sidebar. How much did you laugh that the guy who was like, wasn't the guy who we thought they were building with Cody Rhodes to be like this real guy was just a guy that Paul White like threw eight feet over the top? Was Anthony Agogo part of that? Was, wasn't he? I don't know. I'm, was I'm genuinely other, don't was know. Was it the other guy? I, no. I don't. There's no, so that, many that guys. No, that was Camarado and Yeah. Uh, well, that was Camarado oh, okay, he threw okay, Yeah, okay, that's what okay. I thought. Yeah, I didn't think he was part of it, but. It doesn't matter. He he's dead. I mean, Anthony Agogo is yes. deceased. He's no longer with us. Shame they didn't get to do that match in the UK, though. God. Anyway, <laughs> let's, let's move on. Let's just move the f on. Uh, Chris Jericho and MJF. If Jericho loses, he must retire from in-ring competition. This should is very easy. It should 1,000% be MJF. There is no debate about this whatsoever. The only thing that can make this interesting is if MJF wins. With that being said, we, of course, <laughs> effing know what's going to happen. Chris Jericho is going to win. Is Chris Jericho in the match? Yeah, we're doing that bit. We're doing that bit. I think Aaron is next, Aaron's by the next. way. I, I like you're you're 100% right about it all. If Jericho wins, it's going to, regardless of everything, it'll be the single worst booking, like strictly booking decision that they've made in AEW. Um, but I'm very, 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 very worried it's going to happen. It's exactly what they're going to do. Go ahead, Bren. I mean, yes, MJF should win. We don't even need to say why. Chris Jericho, I think he's winning. I think I he's definitely know. winning. If, what do you? If if he's not winning, they're just gonna kick something else really terrible down the hallway because he certainly isn't not wrestling anymore. I don't buy that at all. So, you know, either he's either he's winning or he's losing, and you do some really clunky shit in a couple of months by the way it's a, the you know what's really weird about this they can go from this being one of the worst to one of the better very yeah by just getting this right it's still not yes it's st i'm not going to try to tell you it's great but it's at least unexpected and different and interesting and mjf being able to boast about retiring chris jericho is a 10 right and and what it will be is that chris jericho isn't competing regularly he'll inevitably compete again at some point but him not competing regularly would be a good thing 
Like, let's be honest. Like, we need to get out of... Especially if all these other people are coming. Correct. Like, and, and it's retiring from in-ring competition. That doesn't mean he won't be around. No, no he's going to be an announcer. Well, he's already been. He, no, he, he said is. that, but he's he could on, also He's be, on Rampage. You know, yes, he could also still be... He could He could go to the ring with Sammy Guevara. He could do a lot of other things where he might have value and still have a microphone in front of him. And, you know, they can still play the song and get the moment they want to get all the time. They could do... What, what would be, like, the Walmart name of the highlight reel? They could do, like, the... Showtime. Yeah, something time. along those Show. lines, no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> they could do that. All right, uh, next, let's go to CM Punk and Darby Allen. At least they won't be around. No, it's, yeah, it's me. It's Aaron. Yeah, okay, Aaron. Aaron. Yep. It's me. They did um, the right thing. What's that? They did the right thing with the Sting well, stuff. Well, other than they made a huge they, show that's, about that's, that. That's, like, that's, we didn't that need really, a show about that. Like, and, and it also it bastardized what you're building between CM Punk and Darby Allin because you made this week about Sting. Like, this week was not at all about Darby Allin. It was about Sting. And Lord knows they didn't need that at all. Could it be worse? Absolutely, it could be worse because they could make the match about Sting too, but... And by no. the way, just because he's banned from ringside does, or he's not going to be at ringside does not mean he's not going to show up, and that's what kind of scares me. Yeah, well, it's going to be some cluster F where all those other guys... Yeah, yeah, 2.0 and Daniel Garcia run Whoever, out and Sting again. stops them, and that's a big part <laughs> just, of the match. Here's some other guys now. Listen, listen oh, dude. The amount of bullshit you'll read on Twitter about this Daniel Garcia guy blows. And my maybe Daniel Garcia is going to be something at some point, but, but he's not right. He, now. as of two, like three weeks ago, didn't exist. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to get rid of saying. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm trying. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. And, and by the way, th- that promo that. Uh, who the former Ever Rise guy? Quo- uh, that that was proof to me why he was released from WWE. I mean, that was like carny eighties. Still, there's going to yeah. be a match. There's Go a ahead. match. Go ahead. Yeah, there's going to be a match. I'm a little bit actually torn on the should because my, my it should just be Darby because that would be wonderful for Darby. At the same time, it is CM Punk's first match back, and that has to be acknowledged. And he probably shouldn't lose his very first match back. So I'm actually a little bit torn on the should. I'll just say for Darby, it should be Darby. But I I think you can make a compelling argument both ways. Will be CM Punk, though. I tell you what. I'll tell you how you shock the world. And that's you have CM Punk lose this match. And I'm not so sure you couldn't get him on board with that. I'm not so sure he wouldn't even... That wouldn't even be his idea, and I'm not so sure there isn't a really compelling story behind doing that. Um, I'm going to say Darby Allen should win, and I think that there's a way you can do that that doesn't hurt anyone. And I think that you tell a story about a guy trying to find himself and come back and all that. And by the way, that's just way too good. So CM Punk's winning. No, there's no look. But but, but I do think there would be a compelling story you could tell around him losing this match. I, I understand what you're saying, Aaron, but my retort would be Darby Allen should be what matters to AEW. Um, 100%. Like, like with all due respect, CM Punk's, um, CM Punk's going to be what CM Punk is whether he wins, wins this match or not. Um, Darby Allen needs to do things. Darby Allen should be the star of this company moving forward. So... There's really no debate to me about the should. The should is quite obvious. It definitely should be Darby Allen. I understand what you're trying to say is how do you have 
a guy gone for seven years and literally lose his first match back. And Brandon, your you know your story, you know that's potentially compelling, but I'm not really sure that that's what CM Punk does, and so I'm not. I don't think that can work. Um, but it's we all know what's going to happen, so all of this is pointless. Like yes, the, CM Punk of course is winning this match, and of of course they're not going to do what's what's best for AEW. They're going to do what's best for the immediacy because there is no there is no tomorrow. There is Right now, we're milking the hell out of CM Punk, and we think that you care about this. And then, a reminder, within two months, we don't care about Darby Allen. Really, we only care about CM Punk. That's the way that it's going to go. Uh, in fairness, that really is the main event of the night, but there is a championship match as well. That championship match, of course, being uh, Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. Go ahead, Brandon. I mean, Christian Cage should win. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it. Um, yeah, shouldn't will Kenny? I mean, Christian Cage. I know it was cute what they did to, with the TNA title to make trick you into thinking this is a real thing. This is not a real thing. This is just a way to get through a pay per view and have Kenny retain for whatever effing reason that we didn't get Hangman Page here. So yeah, Kenny shouldn't will. Not a lot to say about it. Really. No, Kenny shouldn't will. Um, I, I God bless him for trying for trying to make this like a match that actually matters. God bless him. It it didn't work. There's there is nothing interesting about this. There's nothing. There's nobody. Nobody was asking for this, um, other than maybe Tony Khan. I guess nobody wants this. There, this helps nothing. Um, there's nothing I can say about it. It's once again another god awful championship match on a pay per view, which is what this company has done has had nothing but god awful no one asked for this irrelevant championship matches on pay-per-views it is their existence has been defined by that and it's just the next one in that group yeah i mean not not much the only thing you can say about this match is is daniel oh yeah brian danielson daniel bryan whatever you want to say coming out after the match is adam cole coming out after the match is whatever happening after the match no one's caring about the match itself. It's okay. How is this setting up to one of Danielson? Oh wait, I uh, forgot. Adam Page if he comes back, whatever, whatever it is, it's it's what happens next, and and that's the only question about this. We match. forgot about there's an Andrade versus question mark match. We think it might be on the pay per view. We don't. We don't know. We don't know that. I thought I, there wasn't a post that said that he's fighting a Andrade mystery opponent. Said that, but nobody else has really indicated that. Definitely so, me, being a thing. So to me, that's definitely uh, that definitely feels like, like, hey, we're gonna put who whoever in there, but I, that that's where you put in Hangman Page, right? No, because I think you want to try to go over, so you don't put Hangman there. Well, then you definitely can't put a surprise guy in there because the, any of the no, I'm not. Well, I'm not saying it's a. I don't. I think if he wrestles somebody, it's going to be a. Because this this I, is I part of one to... to talk about. Because like I was concerned that this is where they were putting Daniel Bryan, and if they do, oh, no, no, no. he most certainly can't lose to Andrade, and Andrade shouldn't be losing to anyone right now. So that. I don't know, but I guess it's an unofficial thing, so maybe we don't need to talk about it. Yeah, and, and and I think that if it is, it's one of those, uh, I'd have to pull up the roster to see who's not on the card yet, but just somebody, you know, like a Ethan Page or somebody like that, say, you know. But wouldn't you say that that's who it is? If you leave it up to mystery, it's, this is what they do. Well, they, they, they might say, you're right, I would say it on Rampage, you're right. So we'll find out, I guess. Yeah, we'll find out, okay. we'll find out, no doubt. All right, uh, very good. Anybody else have anything you want to say? 
Great. I didn't want you to say it anyway. Let's get some plugs in. Aaron, we'll start with you. Uh, follow me on Twitter at the Aoster. Uh, check out Veasan Veasan.com. We have our NFL guide right now, and of course, check out the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Sean King, ten to one Eastern, seven to ten Pacific every night, Monday it's, through Friday. It's the football Sean King, not the other. Yes, guy. yes, yes. The very, former the Bucks football player, Sean King. Sean King. Not the other. And I've had to include that in every text I've oh, sent for guests. I... It's like. Former NFL quarterback, yep. Sean King. Yep. That's the reality of the world that we're in. That's the reality of it. Brandon. We just announced Shaky Graves. Ah, yeah. Coming to uh, Live on yeah. December 19th. Excited about that. Oh, those tickets go on sale this Friday. Which is, um, which is perfect because I missed him at the the show that was happening over the weekend. So oh, I'm excited. Yeah, music. I'm excited yeah. about that. And, uh, you know. A bunch of stuff going on. Go to RamsHeadLive.com, at RamsHeadLive on Twitter, and at RamsHeadLive on Instagram. You're not going to tell us any more of it? You just gonna... We can. I mean, I Leon Bridges, we just opened up some more tickets for Leon Bridges. Ooh, oh, if you'd be an insane person, September then i gobble those up. And um, Manchester Orchestra, October 16th. And we'll say Stone Temple Pilots on November 9th. And if you missed it, uh, there's video of Brandon and I romantically singing along to each other at the Atlantis Morissette oh, yeah. show the other night, I which did was see that. really, really quite sweet. It was a really fun show. It was. It was really a lot of fun. Your uh, social, of course, is at easy over there. At guy. Brandon Linton. All right. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is the website for me. Hey, if you happen to live in this area. Um, we're doing something really cool this season. We're bringing back uh, live shows as Tyus Bowser, Baltimore Ravens linebacker, who just got handsomely paid with a new four-year deal, uh, is going to be out around town with us over the course of the fall. The first one is this coming Tuesday night. Uh, we're going to be at Mother's down in Anne Arundel, Anne Arundel County. We're going to be in your neck, of the, neck of the woods. Yeah, we're going to be in Arnold on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, with uh, Tyus Bowser of the Baltimore Ravens. So looking forward to that as uh, we'll be talking football throughout the course of the season. Of course, follow at AJFrancis410 on all socials for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ, a.k.a. Frank, a.k.a. who hotter than top dollar. Not nada. I'm Glenn. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. It's like rain on your wedding day.